Well, hi, Chris, and welcome to Bougie Best Friend Podcast. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. How are you doing? I have to say, I'm a big fan of your videos. If you guys don't follow Chris, he's at Confidence Chris on TikTok, Instagram, and I guess all the other platforms. Absolutely. Please tell me, how how did you become this dating um, professional male <laughs> speaker? I mean, you speak to women, right? Yes. Or what, what is what is your what is your account about for those who don't know? I originally wanted to be kind of an entertainer, to be honest. But historically, I've always been that guy that's just given advice to my friends, and it's always been something that I've done since I was like been pretty much a kid. I I feel like I just have this knack for understanding the way that humans try to communicate with each other, and I've I feel like I have somewhat of a, a feminine understanding. I've been around women my whole life. I grew up with like a single mother. I she mm-hmm. has like four sisters on her side, so and everybody had. Uh, daughters for some reason. So I've got like 23 (laughs) first cousins and like a lot of strong women, like doctors, all these like women that were like the breadwinners in their family. Um, Just so like, I I just came from that background where like, again, it was just very like women dominated. So I feel like I just had a really good understanding of like what was kind of going on inside their brain. And then also being a man as well. It's like, I definitely wasn't like the coolest person in high school. So I had to kind of figure it out. So I had to be like kind of funny and smart and intelligent to kind of like make my way. So I was honestly usually the one like observing and helping people rather than me being necessarily involved in that time. And then eventually over time, I've just kind of evolved myself in terms of like my own dating life. So I have a ton of experience with so many oh, different women. You have a ton doing... of experience with a lot of yeah. different women. <laughs> Would you like to share any? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, Would you like to share any life, for our audience? <laughs> if you probably popped onto my account or something like that, maybe earlier on, you probably would just assume this guy's like a douche. And like, you know what? I've got like a quarter douche in me. You know what you I mean? It is what it you, is, right? Like if, if somebody watches your videos a little bit more, they can see you making sense. Yeah, exactly. And that's the thing is like, you know, on the outside, it, it doesn't look, you know, that good. But if you really get to know me, you really get to understand me. You really understand that I'm a well-educated person. And I, I really do have a good understanding about, you know, again, humans, the way we communicate, the way that we are. Yeah, yeah I do have a lot of wild experience between, and a lot of experience. you know, <laughs> yeah, I, especially in the last like, you know, four, I've, I've seen three, you four years. Something, I seen you posted something called the ultimate ultimatum. What is that about? I'm facing what I like to call the ultimate ultimatum with this girl, which is like, I either date you officially and we go crazy or I never speak to you ever again. And it's like mm-hmm. the weirdest thing that like, I'm kind of in between with this girl. So she's from Miami. You're from Miami. Mm-hmm. Um, Do I know her? I <laughs> don't know. I don't know. If you ever well, been we'll to talk the club, about that offline, let's see. Yeah. I'm sorry. I don't know if we mentioned that you live in Scottsdale correct. Yes. I live in, in Scottsdale, Arizona. Miami. So I live far. Mm-hmm. And, and mm-hmm. I mean, that's really been the biggest deterrent in this whole situation with her. But initially she approached me just to have sex. She okay. hit me up. She was just like, I'm a fly in, like it treated me as the woman. You know what I mean? I was okay. like, Whoa. I was she like, DM'd yeah, I was like, where did she, where did she slide in? Yeah. She DM'd me DM'd? and we were, she was DMing me for about two months. And uh, mm-hmm. like for two months, I was like, yeah, I'm gonna come to Miami. I'm gonna come to Miami. And like, in my head, I was like, I ain't going to Miami. I'm like, I'm not going, I'm not traveling for some girl to have sex. Like I'm good on that. I can get it here. She was persistent. And then eventually she was like, listen, I'll come see you. Mm-hmm. I was like, all right, fine. Like whatever, like, let's just do a weekend or something. And, um, I just had stopped talking to this other girl I was talking to here. And I was like, you know what, you know, it's convenient time. Like, let's like come through pays for her mm-hmm. flight comes and visits me. So you paid for um, her flight. She pays for all her flights here. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Okay. It's, okay. it's kind of okay. a crazy situation. Um, yeah. So really I was like, yeah, it. like, you know, you know what I mean? She's confident. She's persistent. I was like, okay, it is what it is. And it's funny because before she had gotten here, um, like, or before she was traveling here, she never talked to me on the phone or like a FaceTime or something. I had to like literally be like, Hey, can we at least get on a FaceTime before you like stay at my house for two days? Because you find that odd. Like why would a girl just like randomly DM you from Miami and wanting to meet up and flies to you? Did that freak you out? Um, you know, to me, it's weird because it's almost not that wild. I, this is going to sound crazy, but you know, just being online and just being on TikTok and stuff like, you know, I've met a lot of girls that I've like DM'd like Australia, Canada, Las Vegas, wherever, you know, I have all these like little relations with people just like DMing and stuff like that. So it wasn't too crazy for me to think about that, but it was crazy in her approach. I've never met a girl that like was, was just so comfortable to like, come and see me like that. Just no questions asked. Like, like I was the one who was like pushing the friendship aspect of it. I was like, can I just be your friend first? Like, I don't want, I'm not a piece of meat. <laughs> <laughs> You're not I was a piece like, of meat? 
I was like, <laughs> I was playing like the girl, you know what I mean? I was like, I'm not a piece of meat, you know what I mean? You can't just come here. Um, oh, she flew in and then. So, so she flew in and we honestly just had a really good time. You know, the sex itself, like, um, it was just very like weirdly emotional. Really? Like, yeah, Aww. like um, a lot of hard staring into the eyes. It was very like different. Okay, this is going to sound crazy, but I'm, I, I just get to be real. So be real. I just don't think she... The way that she was trying to have sex with me at first was just really like rambunctious. And I don't know how to explain it other than the fact that like, it just, just like seemed like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like, it was like, she was trying to go quick. She was like, you know, whooping out the vibrator. I'm like, what are you doing? I was like, you need to just like chill the fuck out. And like, let's just go slow and let's just relax. Yeah. Ever since then, we kind of started this like kind of long distance. Talk, yeah. Long distance relationship. But the hard part is like, you know, what are the boundaries? And this is, I mean, to your question you're about to ask like what do you think of long distance relationships like my answer is always no like don't do yeah. it you know what i mean i i'm the first person to be like hell to the fuck in, no in what case would you say yes i'm with you on that like i think long distance relationship makes no sense unless maybe you're dating and then somebody has to go somewhere for school then they come back or job or whatever but start a yeah. long distance relationship i feel like it doesn't make sense right so there's two there's two aspects to it number one is like when you start long distance, it's very difficult to start a foundation. And that's what we yeah. realize, right? Because you're not here. I'm not here. And are we exclusive? Because I met you for two days. No way. Yeah. So it yeah. just gets crazy because you still hang out with people that are here. Right. And I think I literally slept with somebody three days after she left. And like, did you I mean, tell her well, that? Yeah, I, I well, not immediately, you know, <laughs> I, about you didn't a month text or, her right away. Oh, no, wait, I, I was like, hey. What's going on? <laughs> Selfie in my bed with other girls. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I think what you just said is is accurate, which is like I feel like the way long distance really works is if you've built the foundation number one first. So like you've been dating somebody for months or years, whatever prior, and then they go away. Right? That's me. Makes mm -hmm. sense. You know them. You guys trust each other. There's a whole different set of rules with that. Even that is very difficult. The other thing too is like I feel like you need a plan to be in the same place. Right? If there's yeah. no end goal. There's no point in this at all, you know? Yeah. But you know what I also say when it comes to long distance relationships? It's like you're always on your best behavior and you're basically acting your your own vacation. So like, let's say if you come to Miami, she's going to take you to the hot spots. You're going to do all the fun things. You're going to go to the beach, everything, pool, all that. So I feel like long distance relationships are not a real picture of what your life with that person would be. What do you Absolutely. think about that? I mean, to be honest, like... This girl's dedicated. Like she <laughs> will I mean, fly out here. Every, yeah. She flies How herself and she'll fly every other week. Do you do you think that when you sleep with somebody, does that matter how your relationship is going to develop in the, like in the future? <laughs> Sleeping on the first date, second, that third. Is there a rule in your opinion? Okay. My rule is, okay. I think you give yourself the best chance the longer you wait. But at the end of the day, it doesn't change the matter of the fact of whether he likes you or not. I don't know. Let's say you sleep with a guy in the first night. I, in a weird way, it's almost like you kind of give off this impression that, that it had been a little easy, right? And again, it's not the end of the world, right? At the end of the day, my thing is, here. here's really my rule, I guess, when it comes to like women in this. If you see yourself being, if you see this guy as a serious prospect or someone you want to actually take seriously, work on the friendship first. Don't let him get it in, like, you know, that quick. You're gonna force him to get to know you a little bit more, even if he's after sex. Here's the thing, the more you hang out with him and don't give it to him, if he only wants it, eventually he's gonna stop. You know what I mean? There's yeah. gonna hit a point where like, he's like, I, this is too much work for me just to fuck, right? Yeah. But there's other people where like, again, it's like you might take three dates, four dates to like get to that point. You know, obviously at some point you're just gonna crack, right? You know, it's just dating. Yeah. Things move quickly. I, I can't imagine you're waiting fucking two months anymore. I really, I just don't see it. Um, <laughs> like a lot of girls come to me with the same issue. Like they're waiting, they're trying to meet the guy, they're trying to be their friend and they mm. see something, they see a potential. They see, I mean, I'm sure you heard all of it. Like I'm trying with this guy. I really did my best. And then we slept together and he never called me again. I just say like that guy's just not meant for you. And he was obviously after that one thing. Maybe it's not yeah. just sex, but something was not vibing between you two. Like it's just, yeah. it's just not there. So what would you I mean, say to girls who like get basically dumped after after they sleep with somebody? I this is gonna sound terrible, but like it just happens, right? You you gotta be prepared for that. It's just part of it. At the end of the day, there's nothing you can do, right? You're getting to know someone after you know even four hangouts. You don't really know exactly who they are, but you do your best, right? You you you're your best judge of character. You got to do as best you can to be their friend. 
And once you give them that, if they want to leave after that, like it is what it is. Like, yeah, I know it feels it doesn't feel good when that when that happens. But at the end of the day, to me, it's just part of it. Really, it's just part of it. I have to bring something up. Uh, I saw this video that you posted. The girls should also deserve the big O. Yeah. uh, (laughs) And that was (laughs) the flip side of what I was just saying, which is like, let's say you meet a guy that you're like, you know, he's hot, but I don't know if I really like want to be with him long term. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Think about the amount of girls I slept in my life and how many of them I actually wanted to date. Right. If you look at it and you look at a percentage. Right. It's probably small. Right. It's like there's like five percent of the people that you slept with or 10 percent of the people you slept with that you want to ultimately date. That's why I said at the end of the day, if that happens to you, it is what it is. And everybody you sleep with isn't going to be the person that you ultimately date. But that's why I think people too much put too much emphasis on the sex or like they hold it at such a high value. And I understand that for some people, if you want to make that sacred, go ahead. But at the end of the day, my my other thing too, is like, if you're a girl and you want to have sex, like go fuck, you should not be caring about your body count. You like, if you think that a guy is going to think twice, just because it's at like a hundred, I mean, that might be like, you know, some questions to be like, all right, how did you get there? Like what's going on? Right. Do we have a problem? Like what's happening? But, <laughs> but for the most part, it should be like, okay, if you want to fuck, like, Go do your thing. Like, that's what guys do, right? So that's mm-hmm. my thing. It's like the only thing that I'm looking for in a partner or, or I'm trying to watch out for is your word. I'm trying to see if you're consistent. If you say you're going to do something, are you going to do it? Someone says you're going to be somewhere at some time. I want to see that you're there at that time. You know, if you're late, whatever, fine. But if you're not going to show up, are you communicating to me that you're not there? Are you just going to leave mm-hmm. me hanging? If you're leaving me hanging, you're completely disrespectful. Yeah. And, and that behavior is just that's it for me. I feel like sometimes women need to be a little bit more cutthroat about like men when they're doing stuff like that. Like if you catch a man in like a serious lie like that to me, why do you keep giving them more chances? I, you, yeah, you're you're literally know. giving a liar more chances and they'll take advantage. But you, you really got to set those boundaries about what you're willing to accept. If they're coming to you and letting you know, all right, you know, I can't be here or, hey, I'm really sorry mm-hmm. I did that. I I didn't mean to. Now you at least know that he's willing to take responsibility for his mistakes or his actions. Right. What do you think about dating apps? Yeah, I'm not a fan of the dating apps because it really it turns dating into a kind of marketing. And and that's exactly. the really hard part is like, you know, you got to take your yeah. best pictures, right? They're all yeah. edited. Half the people you meet on there aren't exactly who they say they are, because a lot of people that are good on the apps are just good at marketing themselves to you via pictures and via online talking. And to mm-hmm. me, I'm just not a fan of that. And I've always just kind of wanted to meet somebody a little bit more organically. Um, I just I don't like that vibe. It just it feels it feels weird. It feels like, um, I don't know, forced. But I also tell people like, it's okay to have the apps. Just don't yeah. make your entire dating life the app. And that's what a lot of people do. They're like, I'm just going to sit here and swipe for four hours. I'm like, go on there, put your pictures on there, put your stuff on there, go on there for a half hour, see who likes your stuff, yeah. message a couple people back, get back into your day. I constantly get asked where to meet guys. And I'm like, in real life, like just go outside, <laughs> talk to people, be open. Like how do people meet before apps, before Instagram, before phones, like people mm-hmm. met in real life. So what would you tell to my girls, where can they meet guys who are, you know, not like complete sleazeballs? I have this thing called the watering hole theory, which is like okay. you, whatever hobbies that you do in your life, whatever you like to do, find mm-hmm. certain locations and places in the world that you go to frequently. And that's why I call mm-hmm. it like a watering hole in the sense of like, you always kind of come back to these same places. When you start going to these same places, you start to pick up the same familiar faces because people are also doing that same thing. For instance, let's say you're at the gym. It's a great way to meet somebody, right? Because Mm -hmm. if you're a gym rat, you're going there all the time. You're going to see the people in the gym constantly, especially at whatever time you're going. You kind of could build these relationships in person like that. Also, what I suggest to people too is like, instead of just going on the apps, maybe find a hobby or do yoga or pick up a class that you constantly do. Or, you know, there's organic ways to meet people other than like you said, just the apps. And then also too on the apps, like for instance, Instagram and stuff like as a woman, don't be afraid to shoot your shot. I mean, to be honest, and this is me just being real, and I know I'm different than a lot of other guys in this this sense, but I actually don't really do a ton of like outbound. And what I mean Mm -hmm. by that is I don't really go searching for girls and DMing them. I kind of just see what comes to me and I talk to whoever is coming to me. So So, how can they? Okay, great, great topic. Thank you for opening this up. How can a girl slide into a guy's DM without looking desperate or creepy? My advice is usually reply to his Insta story and ask a question. Let's say 
Chris, you post the photo of your food and, and then she can reply saying like, oh my God, this looks so yummy. How is it? And then get into a conversation. And then if he likes you, he's going to suggest something. Yes, any, I completely agree. So I think the easiest is definitely sliding up on the story, right? It's, it's the easiest thing to do. I would say my move is follow them and watch their stories. Get an idea and a feel of like what they're posting. And then you never know. Usually somebody posts something that you could react to or you have something to say about. You don't have to do like, okay, I like this guy first story. Okay, he posted his waffles. I'm going to just make a comment about the waffles. It's like, you know, watch his story for a couple days. Maybe it'll be a couple weeks or whatever, but he'll post something eventually that like just clicks an idea in your mind. And that way it's super organic. It's super real. Don't really, don't be afraid. I'm not joking. This girl from Miami was persistent. Like, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like there'd be times I wouldn't even answer. Don't you find that a little desperate? I'm not saying she is, but I'm saying in general, Mm -hmm. like if a girl is double texting, triple texting, I usually say like, no, double texting is the most. I I think that rule is so true until uh, it's not (laughs) that rule. No, no, that rule is true. But before you get to know someone, Uh like if that makes sense, before you get to know somebody, I feel like it's free game. And and the reason I say that is because they don't really know you yet. I, I mean, yes. Should you be setting four in a row? Fuck no. I'm not saying that to me. I'm just not that kind of person. I don't like that energy for myself. So I personally don't do that. All I'm saying is I have met certain people because they have tried to talk to me a couple different times. And I'm not saying that I didn't answer. Like, it's not like I have ignored them and they were keep going. If they're ignoring you, don't keep going. But what I'm saying yeah. is if they've made like a response to you and then it just like kind of fizzles and don't be afraid to just like, you know, spark up another conversation. When is it enough? When is it enough to like, you know, shoot your shot? And then when is it like your self-respect is kind of like non-existent? I, I think it's I think it's at the point that you actually cross the line of shooting your shot. Does that make sense? And what I mean by that is, is it shooting your shot when you're like, yo, that, you know, that bacon looks good. Is that shooting your shot or is shooting your shot more like, hey, I would love to take you to dinner or something like that. If they don't respond well to that, you never fucking talk to them again. That's my thing. But if it's like they didn't answer your bacon comment to me, that's not Mm -hmm. shooting your shot. When it comes to dinners, who should pay on the first day? I personally will pay every single time. Would you ever ask a girl to split? No. No. Okay. Even if it's my friend, honestly, (laughs) and you're taking a girl out, like, you you know, treat her. You know what I mean? If you're trying to court a girl, why would you, why would you make her pay for anything? Especially on a first date. You know what? Let's say you get into a relationship and whatever, then you like, okay, that's fine. my rule is like three to one, three to one. You know, I do like every three and then you just like get me the, you know, the ice cream or the breakfast, you know, throw it in Mm -hmm. there, whatever. You're showing her that you're, you're taking her serious, right? You're showing her like, listen, I, I want to show you that I'm, I'm about it. You know what I mean? And to me, when you split the bill, it's almost like you're kind of breaking it down to a friendship. So yeah. whenever I hear splitting the bill, like you said, maybe you just say, okay, this guy's my homie. You know what I mean? <laughs> it doesn't have to be disrespectful, right? It's just like, okay, you don't want to pay. That's fine. We can be friends. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? It doesn't need to be, be anything serious. You know, are there really gender roles anymore? It's like, and that's the hard thing to me that there still are. And, and the reason I say is because I agree nature, right? We're fucking animals and people miss yeah. this point. Like there are differences. You, We are yeah. not the same. And, and a lot of people just assume, well, we should be the same. We're not the same though. <laughs> so you, you got to be able to have a way to, to show respect in a way, even though there are differences. Is there anything you can, you know, think about what, what do girls do? They're usually just like a red flag. Actually, because I don't know, like I obviously don't date women, so I don't know what girls do on dates that is a red flag. <laughs> You know, I, it's hard. Like you just said, to me, the biggest thing is, is you're going in there and you're completely being yourself. Yeah, Cause at the end of the day, your real self is going to come out anyways. You know, I'm going to show you exactly who I am immediately. I have no time to waste because yeah. me showing up and trying to impress you is a waste of my own time. To be honest, me showing up and trying to put out all the stops just to get you. First off, I don't even know you. I think the biggest mistake girls make is putting guys and people on a hypothetical pedestal before you meet them. You know, I don't care how much money he fucking makes. I don't care how hot he is. When you go Mm -hmm. in there, you meet him. He's a damn person. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. He, he could have all this shit on paper, but he might treat you like garbage, but, but you're already going in there with this preconceived notion that you need to get him to like you. So what I like to tell women or people in general, when it comes to dating is stop thinking about what it's going to take to impress the other person and start thinking about what it's going to take for them to impress you. And that's the, that's the questions that you need to be asking yourself when you're leaving the house, instead of thinking to yourself, Oh, I hope he likes me. 
Why don't you say, I hope I like him. I hope I like, I hope he's dope. I hope he does things that make yeah. me feel comfortable. I hope he does things that makes me laugh. That makes me feel like I'm, you know, accepted for who I am. Show up, be exactly who the fuck you are. And if he doesn't like it, that's on him. It is what it is. Part of dating too is also like understanding when to cut your losses. And we just mm-hmm. talked about it. Like it's just taken from a mathematical sense. How many people have you really loved in your life, Coco? Like how many guys have you fallen in love with? Like fallen in love with? Two. How many guys have you yeah. dated or kissed in your life? Uh, I don't count, but more than two. <laughs> a lot more than two, right? So so percentage wise, the idea of meeting the love of your life is fucking slim. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like to meet the guy that's the one is slim. So you can't be afraid to go put yourself and be exactly who you are because you don't have time to waste. Like if you realize there's bad vibes, bad energy, you, you are not allowing the room in the space for the right one to come in when the wrong one is there. If you're not taking care of your, your happiness, if you're not taking care of your intelligence, if you're not taking care of your, you know, yourself, yoga, meditation, whatever it is, and you're not building that time into your life, you're not going to be a very confident person because you're not putting the time and the effort to like, you know, again, fill up your own cup in a way, you know, question about and taking that, care of yourself and looking good and feeling good. Is there mm. uh, any turnoffs for you when it comes to female upkeep? Oh, Jesus. Um, you know, I was, I'm actually about to make a video about my icks on girls, so it will come out maybe the next day or two, but Mm -hmm. I think one of them is ass hair. So (laughs) ass hair, (laughs) I I did not expect that. Yeah. Sorry. I don't know if this podcast is a PG 13 or if it's rated R. Okay. Everything's allowed. allowed. (laughs) Okay. I just thought you're going to say maybe like nails, like not nice. If you have like dirty nails, that would definitely throw me off a little do you, bit. Do you care if your girl gets the, her nails done? Like, do you want do you want a girl to like take care of her nails? All I, I kind of like a more feminine type vibe when it comes to my girl. Yeah. So, yes, I think I do. Right. But it's also something that I don't feel like I necessarily like notice. You're going to notice if they're not. I'm saying you're going to notice ugly nails. Like you're going to notice <laughs> nails Maybe that you're are right. not done. That yes. exactly. Maybe if you have them done, it's just like, okay, you know, what about uh, makeup, uh, clothing, like going to the gym? This is my biggest advice when it comes to like makeup or plastic surgery or whatever. I say do whatever the fuck you want. But I would say the sweet spot is to try to do things where it still has a hint of natural to it. Mm-hmm. So I feel like when you go overboard on anything and you make it look fake, you are now put into a certain box into my mind. Mm -hmm. And I don't know how to explain it. I know guys feel that way too. It's not that we're not going to go after it. Don't get me wrong. You're caked up. You know, people always think, oh, the girl's caked up. All right, dude, seven of you are still sleeping with her. So I don't even want to hear it. You know what I mean? Would you ever be with a girl that doesn't work out? Because I know that you care about your fitness a lot. So like, would you ever be with somebody who is, let me just add something. I'm saying that girls don't have to be ripped. You don't have to be like, no. you know, all muscle, but you need to take care of yourself. I'm always Absolutely. preaching like you have to just at least go to the gym and be there on the treadmill, 20 minutes, half an hour, at least go through your yeah. Instagram, reply to your emails. You don't have to like work out super intensively if that's not your goal, but you need to take care of your body. I mean, listen, if you want to preach confidence, I mean, you want an easy way to build confidence is go work on your body. You know, you, yeah. you it's it's so simple. I mean, really, at the end of the day, it, it could all change for you. You could feel like you don't feel great in, in the way that you look. And, and sometimes it's look good, feel good. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's just one of those things where if you're taking care of yourself, you're automatically going to feel good. I always said so I have four non uh, non-negotiables when it comes okay, to like the person that. that I want to, to date. And that one's the fourth like. What's black the sheep three? of the group. Okay, tell I tell me you all four. Okay. So number one, I feel like I got to be highly attracted to you. It, it doesn't, it's not like one particular body type. It's not one particular shape. I personally am not crazy about overly petite girls. If a girl is very, very slender and skinny, that's not my vibe. So to me, mm-hmm. that might not be cute, but somebody else, it might be a 10, right? So again, mm-hmm. I don't want girls to get in their mind that I need to be a certain look. Everybody a certain has look. a specific type. Yeah. Exactly. You got to be, you got to be a hard worker. You got to be somebody that like has a passion for something. You're going after something. I, mm-hmm. I don't want to be with a girl that's not taking care of her business or doing it herself. I, I come from a very strong family of women. It's just in the culture of who I am. My mom will not allow me to bring a, a girl home that is not intelligent and 
taking care of her shit. You know what I mean? I just don't want that. Number three is sense of humor, which is huge for me. It's like, I I need to be able to vibe with you. I need to know that I could sit in an airport with you for four hours and not get bored, you know? Mm -hmm. And it's same thing like a job interview. It's kind of the same vibe, right? It's like, I need to know that I could hang out with you because look, we're going to be old and disgusting eventually. (laughs) You're going to see me at my worst, right? I'm not beautiful all the time, right? Eventually, we're going to hit a point where we're fucking hideous. I need to know the only thing that we are going to have is our minds and our conversation. And then the fourth... uh, and, and like I said, it's, it's kind of a black sheep is like a healthy, active, fit lifestyle. You know, I take care of myself. I, I don't want to come home to, you know, Sarah eating Doritos on the, on the couch because I got to go mm-hmm. eat my chicken and rice. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I need yeah. somebody that's kind of at least going to be able the to same lifestyle. Yes, have something similar. At the end of the day, I'm really looking for somebody that is going to make me a better man. And you're not going to make me a better man if, if you're not aligned with the things that I value or you're not at least pushing me to, you know, do the things that I value. I love what you just said. Like your partner should push you to be a better person in general. Right. They should complete you. They should not put you down. They should not make you question yourself. I think that your four non-negotiables are actually very solid. And I asked my followers to ask you questions. Mm -hmm. Would you like to hear any? Absolutely. A lot of questions about dating apps and initiating dates and confirming dates. My theory is if you have a date with a guy, if he doesn't confirm the day before, or at least like that morning, you're not going because you have shit to do. You can stay at home. You can watch a reality show if you'd like. But if you let him just like not contact you, that, that's not a good sign. Like if you're going to a hair salon, they're going to call you a day in advance to like confirm your appointment. I feel like, yeah, the rule is, is like either that morning, like, hey, like, you know, you're going to be around tonight or, you know, the night before. Hey, I thought about this spot. You know what I mean? Let's do this Mm -hmm. at like eight or something. I completely agree if he's doing it last minute, because let me tell you something. I've done that a lot myself, too, where it's like (sighs) you schedule three dates and then you see which one you want to take out. Yeah, it's like it's like kind of. Yes. I mean. Don't get me wrong. There's there's been the there's been the 15 percent time like chance where I'm like actually so fucking busy to the point where I'm like, holy fuck, I completely forgot about all this. But if I'm at that point, you know what I mean? It's like like maybe you weren't right. You weren't really a big of a priority to me anyway. So, yeah, I agree with you. Okay, this I got an excellent question. What would you do if you start dating somebody and you go on a few dates and you hit it off? But then you see he updated his photos on the app because they met through an app. Oh, you know, my rule as I've gotten older is this. I do no creeping. I, my thing is, OK, for instance, if you've seen that like, he updated his pictures it, right now, you're feeling some type of way. So yeah. the problem is now, you know, that information, the, the way that you think about the whole relationship is going to change. The way that you're acting towards him is going to change. Your confidence you towards him up? is going to change. Should you bring it up? I mean, honestly, how many dates have you gone on? If it's been three to me, that's not enough. You, you mm-hmm. don't know him yet. You don't own him yet. He is not your partner mm-hmm. yet. And that's the thing is girls get a little too crazy sometimes when you go on two dates and you, you're trying to get possession of these people. If you go on a couple dates with somebody, do your best to not creep. Don't go look at their Instagram following. Don't go look at their dating app. Why are we doing that? Just go mm-hmm. hang out with them and see how you feel about them just as a person. At the end of the day, people don't trust anybody. So they he might, yeah, he might still be updating his pictures, but that doesn't mean that he's going to find a girl that's better than you. My theory is I don't give a fuck if you're talking to somebody in the NBA. It doesn't matter to me. I, I know who I am. And at the end of the day, if you don't like me for me, like that's on you. I'm just not a fan of creeping or doing any of that because again, now you're putting these thoughts into your mind that there's other people around. Oh, yeah, I don't know what he's doing. Now you're playing scared. You're never going to win playing mm-hmm. scared. So what would you say when girls think that the date goes really well, but the guy doesn't text them day after or... When you see that situation where something good happens and I did this actually, and it was roles reversed too. It's happened to me where I like went on a really good date with this girl and she just went MIA ghosted me out of nowhere. And I was like, what the fuck? Whenever I see that, I always assume that there is something else or someone else in the picture and they have unfinished business that they need to take care of. My, my advice to a person in that situation, don't blow up. Don't say anything. At the end of the day, you probably did have a good date, but maybe he's just a little preoccupied and he has something else going on right now Mm -hmm. because it's happened to me the other way, too, where, you know, this girl blew me off and I was like, man, we really had a fucking good time. I was like, I don't I don't understand. Two months later, she hit me up. Hey, sorry. Like, you know, I was I was with this guy. We were in a like toxic relationship and, you know, we just needed to put that to bed. But I had a really good time with you and I'd love to see you. And we ended up having a good time and like hanging out a ton more. Do you think that men feel bad about playing girls or using them? You know, I feel like this question is a matter of perspective. 
to be honest. Mm -hmm. And I feel like, you know, you're hearing this question from a girl's perspective. And there are times where I feel like there's guys out there that will have a different one. And what I mean by that is to a guy, it might have not been fucking you over to them. It might have been like, hey, like because there's a lot of times, for instance, for me, right? I hang out with a girl. You know, we hang out a couple of times. Yeah, we we had sex like two or three times. And I'm like, mm, this just isn't for me. A girl, you a girls internalize that as like this guy's an asshole. He promised me everything. What? But it's but like, I, I didn't really. Oh, <laughs> I, 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 not that she I heard you. I, OK, I heard you saying in one of your videos that when a guy's about to have sex, that he's ready to say that he's going to have a child with you. He loves you. I've definitely said that a lot to people that I definitely didn't mean it to. <laughs> but but my thing is like, you can't, you can't hold me accountable for the words I'm saying in the bedroom sometimes. You know, I, I mean, I guess you can a little bit, but if you're, listen, ladies, if you're, if you're, if you're taking the words that he is saying in the bedroom as gospel, then you're fucking crazy. No offense. You know what I yeah. mean? Like you, you like, don't, don't, if I said, I love you and I only say it when I'm having sex with you it means that i'm trying to amp up the sex and it's not it's mm -hmm. not necessarily means that i love you i love you you know i do feel like a lot of the times like girls really and ask questions about like man like you know i keep getting fucked over i'm like are you really getting fucked over or are you hanging out with a guy going on four or five dates and then he's just the one who decided that he doesn't want to do it anymore at the end of the day i understand that's getting fucked over but also, you guys are both getting to know each other equally yeah. him leaving you. You could leave him, too. You don't owe him shit either. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. It's both ways around. But again, I just tend to feel like that when a girl has sober sex with a guy, there's just an attachment that naturally it, it just girls gets get way more attached. Girls Ex get way more attached after having sex with someone. Ex exactly. And that's, and that's mm -hmm. the key difference is like, once that happens, that's the problem is I think guys get a little bit less attached and the girls get more attached. And again, if you leave after that point, obviously one party is going to be a little bit more salty than the other one. Mm -hmm. Question that keeps on showing up on all of my, what will Coco do is social media behavior. When guys are liking and following random girls, random models, when they're reaching out to girls, friends, when they uh, oh, post. All right. You just opened up a lot of different cans of worms here. Let's start mm -hmm. with um, the. Let's start with liking and commenting yeah. uh, random girls photos. So let's start with the activity. To me, likes is not enough for something for you to get upset about. To be honest, it's not. It, we're in the day and age where like. Social media is moving so fast. I, I'm going to be honest with you. There's girls that are on my timeline. Yeah, they're, they're attractive. Boom, like, mm -hmm. move on. Didn't even think about it. Just but why? Like, I, let's, just, let's, just, like, let's just have a conversation about this. Like, why would you like somebody's photo if you mm -hmm. don't want their attention? Because it's not really even about that. I don't really know. I don't, what is I don't it think about? to me, I don't. I see. I think again like to, to to show the algorithm. You want to see more of her photos, or like what no, no. See, this is this is. I think this is a big difference between men and women. Is like mm -hmm. I think women think that men are. are do you guys give us too much credit? We're short sighted <laughs> creatures. You know, <laughs> we're like a little. We're like Thank a puppy. We're like shiny me. object. Like oh great, shiny. I'm gonna sniff that. And I'm gonna go to the other one. You know what I mean? We're not thinking in our heads the algorithm. We're not thinking in our heads. Am I getting her attention? We are just like shiny objects. Boop boop. Gone. <laughs> It's just, that's all it is. It's like, oh, you're attractive. My, my brain said attractive and I just liked it. It crosses the line when you're commenting. Let's say you're going back and liking old pictures. If it's not something that just popped up on your feed, mm -hmm. like to but me, that who's in a committed, who's in a committed, serious relationship. Not when you're, not when you're, you know, just talking or like, if you're in a serious committed relationships and your partner keeps on doing that and you're telling him, please stop liking and commenting other girls. And he's just not doing it. He's saying they're friends and this and that for me, that's just like disrespect. Well, are they friends? Probably not. <laughs> well, that's what you need to determine. Like if they yeah. were really truly friends or acquaintances, like that's what I'm saying. I've worked with a bunch of bottle girls at uh Hefe or the, the old mm -hmm. club that I worked at. I like all their pictures. Half of them are in bikinis, but I also know all of them too. So it's not yeah. really weird to me, you know? And, and if I was in a relationship again, I, to me again, tracking their activity to that point to me is just too much. Do I understand where you come from? Yes. Do I feel like it's enough to like throw like, make it a fucking problem to me is too much. If you are messaging these girls, that mm -hmm. is a problem, right? That is like literally 
almost, almost emotionally cheating. I get that, right? Because you're making contact with these people. But, you know, if Kylie Jenner pops up on the feed and you like it, are you really getting that <laughs> mad over that? Come on. I want to like tell women, guess what? Believe it or not, other women on this planet are attractive and that's okay. Mm-hmm. You could still be in a secure relationship with a man that could think that other women are attractive and you as a woman could think other men are attractive and still be together. I agree with all of that, but it's just like the actual social media behavior because it's not just this. This is about serious committed relationships, not like people Absolutely. Are talking because like if you are in a relationship with someone and let's say your families are involved and your mm-hmm. brother maybe sees that your boyfriend is liking some random like you know it, it, can, it can kind of be disrespectful in a way or like before you know you could see it chronologically when somebody started following somebody yes. I actually had a video about that a long time ago it went viral and then ever since then Instagram <laughs> changed that feature before girls could like catch their boyfriends you know cheating because they saw he added this girl at the club last night this this yep. that where's the line <sighs> You know, it's so fucking hard. Let's say you meet a girl out and you follow her. That that is suspect. But why would that, you follow? Yeah, why would you follow her if you don't but, want it? Like, if you're committed to your girlfriend, you should not follow her. I I would I would completely agree with that. There's certain things where like I'm with you. Like again, mm-hmm. the messaging, the commenting a lot, the the yeah. liking old pictures. If you're again making that type of contact, yes. But if it's people that you already are following or celebrities or whatever, and you're just liking their pictures and you're not really doing much else, to me, that's not enough. What about guys not willing to post their girlfriend? That's a problem. I'm okay. I'm serious about that. It's a problem because you, you know. To me, what that signifies is, is I want, I mean, at the end of the day, I want somebody that's proud of me. I I want somebody that's proud to, to show me off and, and be theirs. Mm -hmm. Right. I get if he doesn't have social media or something, whatever, or again, if he just doesn't post at all and he hasn't posted anything fine. But, Mm -hmm. but even then, like, yo, it's, it's only official in 2022 when they're on your fucking Instagram, they're all over social media and they're not posting your ass. Guess what? That motherfucker is yes. still single. He is, he is giving the impression to other people that he is that still available. Yeah. You know, yeah. And, and that's the thing too. It's like girls get in these situations where they're exclusive with a guy, but there is no official. And I'm like, guess what? Sweetheart, it sounds to me like you're just the holder of the situation until he finds the right thing, because the right mm-hmm. thing he's going to post. If he found the right one that was like, you know, amazing and was his girl, his dream and he really fucking loved her. He put her yeah. on there. You know what I mean? Do I think there's a certain time frame for it? No. Maybe you guys both come to an agreement that you don't want to put your relation, make it public and you trust mm-hmm. them heavily. Fine. You know, by all means, you've had the conversation, you've communicated to each other, you understand each other's boundaries and you aren't doing anything fucking suspect on the side. By all means, that's fine. But, mm-hmm. but to me on the whole, on average, I would say it would, I would like to see that they are at least presenting you online to show people that they, that you're mm-hmm. theirs, you know? I love that answer. Completely agree. Another question. What do you think when are dating somebody for a longer period of time and they're not willing to be exclusive because they don't like labels? Well, if they're not willing to be exclusive, I mean, what the fuck are you doing? I mean, to me, after like the, 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 the four month mark, three to four month Mm -hmm. mark, and you're not exclusive. It's like, what are we doing? What's the point? Wasting you know what I mean? Time. Again, what we're talking about our time and how valuable it is, this whole podcast. It's like, what are you going to yeah. keep wasting another couple months to see what? Girls create these excuses and they're like, oh, maybe he's going through something. Maybe his family is going through something, his school, his job, his career. He's having like uh, anxiety. I'm like, that's all valid, but you are not supposed to waste your time on this planet waiting for this guy to figure his shit out. Exactly. That's why I always say you can't be on somebody else's timeline. It's not their timeline. This is your life. Like you just said, it's your life. You got to be the one in charge of what you want to do. And I don't care what he has going on. If you're the, Mm -hmm. if you're the right person, why wouldn't you fit into his life? I don't care if he's fucking depressed. I don't care if he's got a lot of schoolwork or he's got a lot of work. If your Mm -hmm. presence in his life makes his life better, what is, what does that have to do with anything? At the end of the day, it, it, he should be happy to have you. He should be happy to have you in his life. If that's what he was about. I, I totally understand that certain guys are not ready for a relationship. To be honest, I think a lot of guys in their mid twenties, even younger, mm-hmm. they're, they're just, you're just at the stage of your life where you don't really know what you want. And you always feel like you're going to make more gains later in your life. So you actually, it's, it's hard because I'm going to be honest with you. A lot of the girls that I dated between 25 and like, you know, 29, even now, as much as I felt like I was giving them a real chance, I really honestly saw most of them as like, you know, these are just temporary girls because the girl I'm going to meet. Right. It's right. Because I'm like, I, I'm not accomplished to what I want to do as a man yet. 
So Mm -hmm. I don't know if I could look at the person next to me right now and say that's my forever person because I'm not done yet. I need to get my shit together and finish first or or get to a point where I feel like I'm stable before I want to make that decision. So if he's telling you that, then at the end of the day, you've got your answer. And yeah, it's unfortunate. Mm -hmm. But but if he really does love you, he will come find you again, right? If he really does Mm -hmm. love you, let him go. You know what I mean? Let him go. Let him go do his – because again, it's all about respect in that sense. Like He is going to look at you so much more highly. You just said, let him go. Do you believe in people getting back together with their exes? It depends on why you guys broke up. And also to me, it depends on how much time has gone by because I I believe it in the sense of sometimes you do need to go out and see what else is out there to realize what you had. That's number one. But number two, I don't think that it's just like if you guys had problems that were sense of humor or drive passion any of like those fundamental problems, fundamental, yeah, per, like, that to me is yeah. fundamental issues that aren't never really going to change. And, and it's very hard to change that over time. Mm-hmm. Maybe their habits may change a little bit. Maybe they do get a little bit more mature. They're a little bit more hardworking than they were. Maybe they, you know, but that takes years, right? It doesn't take months. They're not going to change in mm-hmm. two months. Enough time goes by. You think people could get back together. But what if somebody mm-hmm. is in a relationship with somebody on and off, you know, they love each other, but it can make it work. And then the girl usually wants to get married and the guy doesn't want to get married. Most of my girls have an issue that they want to get married to the guy they're dating, but the guy is not ready. I usually think that he just doesn't want to marry you. What do you think about like, is there any timelines that you think that the women who are like in a serious relationship, they should be like, okay, if we don't do this until this time, something maybe like your ultimatum. Yeah. <laughs> like your ultimate ultimatum. It's so difficult, you know, when it comes to that, right? Because there's no actual timeline, right? It's really just based yeah. on what you're comfortable with at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. When it comes to like marriage, I, I want to understand the reasons that he doesn't want to get married, right? There's so many reasons as to why somebody might not want to do that. Some people just don't want to get the law involved. And then, you know, here's my thing. It's like if someone just doesn't want to get the law involved, but they love you entirely and completely and they tell you and they show you every day that they will never leave you and that they're your person, you know? But if it's important for the girl, because I agree with you 100%, some people just don't want to do right the, 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 the paperwork. But yes. if a girl really wants to get married... Do you think feel, there should be some kind of compromise or what, what, what would she, what should the girl do? Like, should she just waste her time? I mean, not waste her time, but, um, you know, I, so, okay. I think at the end of the day, in that particular situation, uh, situation, right. I feel like the compromise would have to be like, let's have some sort of ceremony and let's like, you know, practice it, mm-hmm. but we don't have to officially get married. Right. So there's ways mm-hmm. around it to, to have both parties satisfied. And it's something that you guys maybe need to sit down and talk about and communicate, right? Like I want a ceremony. I want to feel like there is a special day where we are you know, connected together, even if the law is mm-hmm. not involved. So mm-hmm. that could be a conversation on that. Now, if it, let's say a guy just says he's not ready and, you know, I have a couple of guy friends, right. And we talk about this a lot, right. I'm at that age right now where a lot of my friends are either getting married or thinking about it. I'm actually probably one of the last single people in my mm-hmm. entire friend group. You don't want to, you don't want to force it either though, too, right. That, you know, you want to make mm-hmm. sure that both of you are, are very secure in certain things. Like one thing is I, I've noticed that a lot of people think that like marriage is going to fix their relationship where I'm like, that is just so fucking backwards. Like so like, far from the reality. It, from the exactly. It's like the relationship should be marriage before you get married. You understand what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, that's the way it should feel like that person is the only person in your life and is already with you forever before you even go down that fucking road. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I don't think it needs to be like that. But I think a lot of the reasons that guys may have for not getting married, maybe it's financial. Like a lot of my friends are like, I'm not the place I want to be yet to ask her that. I do want to, but I'm just not ready yet because I just, Mm -hmm. I don't have the life that I want yet. And this goes back to the thing about men not being ready for even a relationship. Let's just say there's certain things that he wants to give you that he's just not able to give you yet. To me, I I don't, I don't see why you would leave that person because maybe he's trying to get to that point for you. You know what I mean? I don't think Mm -hmm. he's trying to hold you hostage. To me, it's the relationship is way more important than the marriage. Honestly, Mm -hmm. like when people tell me, it's like, oh, I'm trying to get married. I'm like, well, is the relationship marriage worthy yet? Like, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Are are you guys really that close? Are you guys, do you trust that motherfucker with your entire life? Do you think he's ever going to leave you? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Do you think that he's ever even thinking about other people? Um, to me, all that stuff is way more important to me than the actual ceremony itself. The ceremony is celebrating the love that you guys have between each other, right? But, but people's, again, sometimes 
put this idea that 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 is the thing that makes you guys great. But that's not what makes you guys great. What makes you great is your day to day relationship. The relationship that you had before doesn't necessarily change unless there are certain things that you were holding back. So, for instance, they won't move in with each other until they get married, which I think is insane, to be honest. Huge mistake. Huge. Yeah. Yeah. What I'm thinking like, but, but, you know, culturally, some of the, you know, religiously, sometimes that's what it is. So there Mm -hmm. are reasons where like, okay, I understand why you would want to do it faster. It's more like, what is the state of your relationship? Is that guy really trying to make you his person and he's just not ready? Cause then I would give him some time to do that. If it's gone on way too long where he's promised you that for so long and he's not showing you or showing the action that he's trying to get to that point, if I'm not seeing it, then maybe I have the conversation with him. Hey, like, listen, mm-hmm. if you don't make some moves, like I gotta, I gotta make a move. Yeah. You, you can't be on somebody else's timeline. But again, I think you got to give guys a little bit more slack when it comes to that. If, if they are showing you that you are their only one and they are really fucking trying to make it for you. Mm-hmm. You know what? I completely agree with you, which I'm surprised because originally when I asked you this question, I already knew like what my opinion is. It's like, no, if mm-hmm. he does, if he's not sure, like tell him to, but you know, but you're right because a lot of girls want their man to be, you know, the provider. They want him to be financially stable. They want him to have all these things. They want him to raise kids. They want a nice ring. They want a nice wedding. But yeah, the maybe ring. The guy is not, <laughs> maybe but, the guy yeah. is not in that situation yet. And it's, that's and a that's really what, valid point. My manager is Blake, and he's like one of my best friends, and he he's been dating this girl, you know. Uh, four years, five years. Mm-hmm. She wants a fucking fat ring. And, and he's like, he makes a fuck ton of money, but she wants a big ass ring. He's like, yo, how am I going to afford this and afford how the big house? Is that ring? How yeah, big is that? I don't know. I really don't know. I, I, she, he, I don't really know the sizes, honestly, me and him just talking about it. It's like, you know, 20. What do you think I, is, I, okay. What do you think? This is a serious question. I never asked this before. Like anybody, mm-hmm. how much should an engagement ring cost? I heard obviously it depends on everybody's situation, blah, blah, blah. But yeah, isn't it, isn't it supposed to be the rule or something like that is like two or three paychecks worth or something? Not, I really don't know. And also like I'm European. So with in Croatia, it's totally different. Listen, I'm struggling to get a girlfriend. The ring thing. (laughs) (laughs) I think I'm like, damn, I'm not even thinking about the price of a ring. I have no, I honestly have no clue. I would, I Mm. mean, when I think of a ring, I, maybe like the 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 price of a really nice car. You know what okay. I mean? Like I'm thinking like fifty, nice <laughs> I, I fifty thousand dollars, fifty right, fifty k. That's a lot, a right? More. <laughs> more. Well, it all it all. I mean, I I personally would never wear a ring that's more than a hundred k because I feel like that's just not safe. Gotcha. But yeah. you want it? I would <laughs> like it. <laughs> That's fucking yeah. insane. Oh no, my no, but gosh. Also, like, also keep in like I really like uh, my goal is to be mega rich myself. Mm-hmm. And my my boyfriend and I we both work super hard. We barely sleep. Like we work 24-7. Yeah. And I think that once we get to that level, then I would want that kind of ring. An expectation. Yeah. R- Reality is that you don't need that kind of ring, but it no. would be nice to have it if you, you know, if you've got if, the money for can. it, right? If you, but if see that's the thing yeah. is like the love that I want, I want you to be accepting of my ring pop. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I, I need you. I want you to just love me for me so much. It doesn't matter what the ring is, but at yeah, the end of the day, you, that's all, that's all nice. But girls want something, you know, some of course. girls want a nice wedding. Some girls want a nice ring. Some girls want like a live in nanny. Everybody has their yes. thing. My thing is I want a nice ring. I don't give a fuck about the wedding. We can get married at City Hall. I really don't Interesting. care. Interesting. I just want a nice ring. And that was my thing my whole life. Like when I was 18, my friends from college bought me a fake, like a fake diamond ring. And it was like a huge <laughs> rock. And I was so happy. I was walking everywhere. I was going to clubs <laughs> with this ring, like pretending oh, like no. I'm engaged. So nobody speaks to me. When it comes to marriage and rings and, you know, all of that should be an actual conversation. You can't just like expect certain things if your man is not on that level or if it's just not important to you, which is opening a conversation about finances. And then we're going to wrap it up. Okay. When it comes to living with somebody and, you know, in the beginning stages, obviously we said guys should court and they should pay for dinners and they should pay for mm-hmm. stuff. And then when you get into a serious relationship, I agree, you should, you know, start contributing because you're not a yeah. leech. So what do you think about um, 
do you care what your girl does for a living or like how much money he, she makes like your girlfriend um, that like you're gonna be living with and like you know taking yeah. seriously. to you be said honest you want her to be very ambitious though yes i was just gonna say okay so you're sitting here telling me you want a 100k ring you know no, if you are that, that, that right 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 but but you know if you're sitting here telling me that you you better be pulling your weight right so i'll buy the 100k ring but mm -hmm. if you think that you're going to be working your 30k a year job and you're going to be getting those things from me probably fucking not because yeah. no offense like i need you to also be hustling on the side with me right mm -hmm. so it's like i'm going to buy nice things for you but i also want you to kind of have a level of passion and energy that that you deserve I, i've always said this I'm willing to give you whatever you want as long as I know that you yourself would have also been able to get somewhere close to it yourself. And I, I guess that sounds fucking weird, but it's like I want a smart go-getter girl that I can take care of because more than likely she's not going to want to stop working. But number yeah. one, but but number two, I just want to know that you are smart enough and intelligent enough and have the drive enough to get those things, because to me, that's really important. At the end of the day, I'm just not a fan of the. I'm making a fuck ton of money. I'm, you know, with this girl who's just kind of a trophy. If there's ways that you could provide value to me that aren't monetary, though, that's a completely different story, right? Let's just mm -hmm. say the other aspects of you, again, maybe your passion isn't necessarily money, but it's something else. Maybe you're working for a non-for-profit and, and the way that you take care of me, the way that you, you know, make me laugh, the way that you make me feel every single day is so exceptional, then I don't give a fuck mm -hmm. about the money. But again, those things are going to come out. The people that are that special and that powerful I feel like just have a different aura. And again, that money is going to follow them too in a weird way. Mm -hmm. I do like this idea of both parties contributing to it because again, I think if you have one side that is so lopsided, I feel like it just brings a friction into the relationship. Like to be honest, like when a guy pays for everything and, and you get these relationships with these control. guys, that pay, yes, exactly. It's like, you he know, decides are you where gonna you're going to eat. He decides what's your credit card limit. He decides the apartment. Like you're just exactly. supposed to say yes. Then you don't have much say unless you're contributing in a different way. As you just yeah. mentioned, like maybe she's raising your kids. Maybe she is whatever she may be doing, but it has to be right. an agreement and a conversation. Exactly. Because also if you like come to me and I'm rich as fuck and you've got nothing, how the fuck do I know you love me for me? Yeah, I, I, I'm never going to really know, you know, to be honest, because I mean, that's a little bit of what I experienced now. You know, some girls hit me up. I'm like, do you really like do you actually care about me as a person or do you really just care about me because I have clout? You have a limited amount of energy on this earth, right? All my yeah. energy I want to spend is on solutions and positivity. I, if if I spend even, you know, an hour of my day on negativity, jealousy, envy, whatever it may be, that is a waste of my own time. And a lot of people don't see it as that, but they think it's like. I'm like, what, what there's, you're wasting your own time thinking about somebody else. You literally are. I love that. I think this is a perfect sentence to conclude this amazing podcast, Chris. Yeah. I mean, I didn't, I didn't think it's going to be anything less than this. So thank you very oh, great. much. I, I thought you were going to say it was going to be less. And then you're like, oh, it was better than it turned out. And you're like, nope, it's exactly how it was supposed to be. Amazing. No, it was exactly <laughs> how I was hoping it's going to be. And uh, I really appreciate your videos. I really do. And I don't say that lightly. Thank you. like I wouldn't even invite you to my podcast if I don't like appreciate what you're doing. And everybody should follow you. So please tell uh, our listeners where they can find you. Thank you so much. And uh, yeah, follow me at confidence underscore Chris on Instagram or confidence Chris on TikTok. You know, I have some like, you know, girl videos, making fun of things. I do some <laughs> lifestyle stuff. I do a lot of dating and you tips. you have a podcast, correct? Yeah. Yeah. I have a podcast, uh, Nappy and Jay. I don't know what else I'm supposed to say to uh, say goodbye to people. I don't know. That's I think it. That's we it. just I'm, say goodbye. I'm just still... say like, comment, rate, you know, do everything. Tell your friends about yeah. the podcast and uh, yeah, we love you. Yeah. I still need to like nail down my lingo. I've been recording over and over again and I'm getting like so lost with my final <laughs> thoughts. So thank you everybody for listening. I think yes. that, that was, that's the best one, right? <laughs> yes. And thank you for having me on. I really appreciate you for taking the time and inviting me on here. It means of a lot. Course. Of course. Thank you. You got it.